This is Burns FM News. Welcome to today's news headlines from the Scottish Radio News team. I'm Alistair Connell. A man repeatedly shouted moments after a jury convicted him of subjecting a woman to a series of serious sexual offences. Ewan Kirkwood, age 39, made the remarks after jurors returned verdicts of guilty to three charges of rape which had been brought against them by prosecutors. The High Court in Edinburgh heard how Kirkwood, a prisoner of HMP Grampian, preyed on the female who cannot be named for legal reasons at addresses in Aberdeen. The court heard how the attacks took place between March and September 2013, the jury heard how Kirkwood sexually assaulted the woman after placing Valium without her knowledge in her drink. He then had sex with her when she was unable to give consent. A man has been arrested after a shopkeeper was injured in a store at Leith Walk. Police were called to reports of a disturbance at Leith Walk Fruits at around 3.25pm on Thursday, January 25th. Eyewitness reports seeing two men argue outside the family-run business. Edinburgh Live understands a member of staff from the local news agents was found with a minor injury. Emergency services attended to assist a 61-year-old male and police arrested a 32-year-old man in connection. A high-speed police chase ended with the driver being caught as he tried to run off after crashing into a garden fence. Hamilton Sheriff Court heard that Arthur Smith and another male were in a silver Vauxhall Corsa travelling in Hollytown in November 26, 2022. Police officers saw the car shortly after 5am and decided to stop it for a routine check. But Smith of Moss Avenue ignored their siren and blue lights and subsequently sped off. He went through a red light at the junction of Stevenson Street and Main Street and then was clocked at at least 50 miles per hour in the built-up area, leading to nearby Moss End. At one point, the course mounted the footpath and a short time later crashed into a garden fence in Main Street, Moss End. A defence lawyer, Nicky Matteo, said Smith is currently serving a 28-month jail sentence which was imposed, imposed last August when he was also banned from driving for 46 months. A dangerous building in Paisley's West End is undergoing an emergency demolition in a move that has been dubbed a long time coming. The process of tearing down the eyesore block at the corner of Well Street and Underwood Lane started this week. A step Rampshire Council has deemed necessary for safety reasons. It comes as the transformation of the area as part of a regeneration master plan by the local authority and its housing association partner, Sanctuary Scotland, begins to take shape. Councillor Kenny McLaren, an SNP representative for Paisley North West, welcomed the works and said this has been a long time coming. People have previously complained that it looks a state because the building is falling apart. They will be happy to see this done. It's an eyesore and it's been causing problems. I'm sure residents in the area and the community council will welcome the demolition. It's also a good sign that redevelopment of Well Street and surrounding areas is now starting to gather pace. That's your caught up. More news in and out. Merns FM weather with Ace Competitions. And now the weather here on Merns FM for the Grampian area. Friday will be a brighter day, which will be mainly dry with some sunny spells, particularly in the east. A few blustery showers across the west, which falling as snow on the hills at first. Maximum temperature of 6 degrees Celsius. We are looking for Saturday to Monday, well mainly dry with some brightness on Saturday. Dry start on Sunday, but rain will spread southeast through the day. Uh, it will be windy and mainly dry and bright on Monday. Merns FM weather with Ace Competitions. Head over to Ace Com- competitions.co.uk or find us on Facebook and Instagram for more information.
Good morning, everybody. You're listening to Man's FM, the program's Man's Magazine. I'm Ian Hunter, and I'll be here till one. Yes, good morning and a very warm welcome to Man's Magazine, the programme in which I do my best to give you the news from across the man. So, so it's the usual request. Keep us informed here at Man's FM. Our email address is studio at mansfm.org.uk. Now, if you've got a community event you'd actually like to talk about live on air, well, send an email in with your mobile number or your home number and I'll ring you back and we'll have a chat live on the air. But uh, let's get on with the music. The first bit of music is ABBA with Knowing Me, Knowing You.
Well, I was Amber with Knowing Me, Knowing You. Well, there's a couple of events on in Stonehaven Library this morning. If you fancy a game of Scrabble, there's a game of Scrabble starting in only 21 minutes' time at uh, 10.30. Uh, so you've just about got time, if you live in Stonehaven, to get down and join in the start of that game. Also, there's a Stonehaven Library Friday book bug session. Now, these are very frequently overbooked, but uh, the good news is today there's quite a lot of spaces actually left at that session. There's 11 places still available for that book bug session this morning at 11 o'clock. If you don't know about the book bug sessions, I believe they're incredibly popular with the youngsters. And when I talk about the youngsters, it's real youngsters because it's for children aged 0 to 5. And I invite you to go along and join in their sessions of songs, rhymes and a story for you and your little ones. Uh, So it's a good chance, of course, for the carers and parents to socialise as well. So that's this morning, uh, the Friday Book Bug Session, Stonehaven Library, 11.30. Got time for that one. (laughs) It's Peter, Paul and Mary now, if I had a hammer. Peter Paul and Mary there, if I had a hammer. Well, it's the last Friday of the month. That means it's Cake and Company at the Eden Home Care Home. Because uh, at the Eden Home Care Home, on the last Friday of the month, they have this event called Cake and Company, and I invite you to come and join them at their community cafe. Starts at 1.30, goes through till 3pm this afternoon. It's uh, supported by Tesco McFees and uh, also promoted, of course, by the Aberdeenshire 
health and social care partnership. So, opportunity to make new friends and see what's going on at the Eden Home Care Home this afternoon between 1.30 and 3.30pm. Here's Roger Whittaker. My land is Kenya. got one heart You only got one life to live No matter who you are You can go the whole world over Every city has its dawn But everybody living Has one place where he was born And
That was Roger Whittaker there with My Land is Kenya. Well, here's something else that's on at uh, Stonehaven Town Hall, but it's organised by Live Life Aberdeenshire, and it's called Winter Health Watch, uh, and it's this coming Monday, 29th of January, and they're saying that our Winter With Us programme continues until the end of March. Join us for our Winter Health Watch drop-in sessions. Are you or someone you know looking for support to make small changes towards a healthier lifestyle? Our sessions are open to everyone, uh, so come and see us. Live Life Aberdeenshire's health and wellbeing team will be at the venues across Aberdeenshire where they'll be offering free blood pressure checks and basic lifestyle advice such as eating well, weight management, becoming physically active and stopping smoking. There you go, what a great package. So uh, if you're interested in that health watch or interested in your own health, your opportunity this coming Monday at Stonehaven Town Hall, 29th of January. I hope I've got that right. That uh, is the Monday, and uh, that is uh, that is between at the, in the Town Hall in Stonehaven between 10 a.m. and 12 noon. That this Monday, so uh, uh, an opportunity to have your health uh, well your blood pressure checked and uh, good information as well here we go with the next piece of music air supply all out of love
Does your internet still sound a bit like this? Then you need Marykirk.com. We're a wireless internet provider based in Marykirk, Aberdeenshire. We can provide your home, your office or your business premises with fast internet. We've been around for 10 years and we have great local support. So if it's fast internet you're looking for, visit us at marykirk.com and click on Can I Get This Service? Kincardin and Mearns Citizens Advice are recruiting volunteers. As a charity, our volunteers are essential, allowing us to deliver the important work we do. You can help as an advisor, reception, admin, fundraising, publicity and promotion, or on our board and management committee. Many of our volunteers have progressed to paid employment. If you'd like to volunteer or want to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit our website, kamcab.org. and hit the volunteer now button or call us on 01569 766 578 that's 01569 766 578 
that was uh, Bee Gees there with Saturday Night Fever. The Stonehaven Library is going to be closed tomorrow. It's usually open Saturdays, so they are apologising. Stonehaven Library will be closed on Saturday, 27th of January, but it will open as usual at 9am on Tuesday, 30th of January. We apologise, they say, for any inconvenience caused. Well, that notice is on the uh, page of Live Life Aberdeenshire under the Stonehaven Library s- section. So, yes, Stonehaven Library, according to this notice, will be uh, closed tomorrow. Is Anne Murray daytime believer? That was Anne Murray there with Daytime Believer. Well, have you got somebody in your community who uh, does a fabulous job as a volunteer and uh, probably people hardly realise what they're doing because uh, they, do, they do it so quietly and so efficiently? Or, in fact, have you just got someone who does do a great job for your community, even though that and they're the ones who get the names in the paper? doesn't matter which, because uh, the inspiring Aberdeenshire Awards are out again. And, or, well, are asking for them again. Uh, I'll read what it says. Welcome to the inspiring Aberdeenshire Awards Hub. I'm on the page. These awards are run by Aberdeenshire Council to celebrate people in our communities who go above and beyond. They are our unsung heroes and their work is often not recognised anywhere else. Use this page, they say, to nominate a person or a group 
who made a difference to you. Please give us as much information in the nomination form as you can to paint a picture of why this person or group is so important to you. Before you start the nomination form, they say, have a look at the guide we've created to explain each category. Also check out the key dates. Well, the key date is the nominations close on the 29th of February, so you've got a time to do it. And the website to go to uh, is easily found by putting in Inspiring Aberdeenshire into your search engine. Inspiring Aberdeenshire 2024 is actually the full title. Inspiring Aberdeenshire will take you to this page and there you've got the opportunity to make those nominations. And I'm sure you've got somebody in your community that you can think of. It's Barbara Streisand now with Second Hand Rose. Father has a business strictly second hand Everything from toothpicks to a baby grand Stuff in our apartment came from father's store Even clothes I'm wearing someone wore before It's no wonder that I feel abused Get a thing that ain't been used I'm wearing second-hand hats Second-hand clothes That's why they call me second-hand rose Even our piano in the park Well, I was Barbara Streisand there with Second Hand Rose. Well, on the Facebook page of Lawrence Kirk AB30, they're still advertising that there's a burn supper tomorrow night at the Dixon Memorial Hall, Lawrence Kirk. Tickets are £30, but there's no guarantee, I'm afraid, uh, that I can see that there are any tickets left. But uh, it's still possible. Why don't you give them a ring if you're interested in going along? Hilda's uh, probably the easiest phone number to ring. Uh, her number's given, and it's 01561 377722. to find out if there's any tickets still available for that burn supper at the Dixon Memorial Hall tomorrow evening, which is 7pm for a 730 
well, I don't know what you call it when you start uh, forks down or forks up. Anyhow, it starts at 7.30. It's Bonnie Tyler now, Lost in France.
Well, I was Bonnie Tyler, lost in France. Uh, well, the Burby Social Club, which I usually promote being on a Saturday evening, is not on a Saturday evening this week. It's on this evening. There's a poster here on the on their uh, Facebook page, and it says, Burby Social Club, bingo, reminder, we're on Friday the 26th this week. Doors open 7pm, eyes down 7.30. New players and visitors are welcome. But, of course, you must be over 18. Uh, there's light refreshments available, or BYOB, and you know what that means. So, bingo this evening uh, at the... Uh, it's at the... Burvey, um, it's not on the poster, unfortunately. It's on the Borough Hall, of course, in Burvey. It's not, it's not actually listed on the poster, but the Burvey Social Club Bingo is on this evening in the Borough Hall in Burvey. Uh, doors open 7pm, eyes down 7.30. And uh, if you can't make it Saturday nights, your opportunity tonight to find out what the Burvey Social Club is like, because visitors are welcome. Peter Scallon, love is the sweetest thing.
This is a tale that never will tire. This is a song without end. Love is the greatest thing, the oldest yet the latest thing. I only hope that fate may bring love's story. Well, I was Peter Scullin there with Love is the Sweetest Thing. Well, the Man's in Coastal Healthy Living Network have got a brew and blether with a special because it's a Burns Night celebration. Yeah, but uh, Burns Night's gone, but this is a chance to, well, either do it early for next year or, or have a second bite this year because on Tuesday... Uh, at the Masonic Hall in Lawrence Kirk, they've got uh, a Lawrence Kirk Blue and Brother between 1 and 3 p.m. And they say, join us for a Burns Night celebration. Well, it's not in the evening. It's next Tuesday. It's in the Masonic Hall, and it's between 1 and 3 p.m. And uh, I guess everybody over 50 is welcome. So Lawrence Kirk Blue and Brother, Masonic Hall, Lawrence Kirk, 1 to 3 p.m., and it's a Burns Night celebration. Well, that's what they say. <laughs> Lobo now, love me for what I am.
This winter, with Asset Integrity Scotland, your local insulation experts. Asset Integrity Scotland is the only Trustmark-approved insulation installers based in Aberdeen you can use with Home Energy Scotland funding. As long as you're a homeowner, we can help you access fantastic grants to help insulate your home so you can stay warmer for longer. Funding is available on a first-come, first-served basis. So, act today. Search online for Asset Integrity Scotland. Are you worrying about money or do you know somebody else that is? Financial advice and support is available in Aberdeenshire if you're struggling to make ends meet. We have developed a leaflet that follows a three-step process to identify what the problem is, what are my options and where can I get help? These steps guide you to local organisations that can help in relation to housing benefit, free school meals, debt advice, council tax reduction and more. This advice is free and confidential. To access the leaflet, go to worryingaboutmoney.co.uk forward slash Aberdeenshire. Clothes. La 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 la
Well, that was Billy Joel there with Piano Man. Well, in front of me, I've got a very tiny leaflet that folds out, but uh, on the front of it, it says, Be a camarado and look out for each other. Well, the camarado organisation uh, seems to be worldwide, and uh, on the back of the leaflet, it says, What if there was a place you could go to uh, when you feel a bit pa- a bit pants? Yeah, and there's a picture of a pair of pants on the above it. Where would you? What, what if there was a place where you could go to uh, when you feel a bit pants? Well, their idea is living rooms, and that has been the inspiration for the living room, which the Stonehaven Community Collective have started in Stonehaven Community Centre. It's on right at this very moment because it's on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays between ten and two p.m. Good place to go when you feel a bit pants. <laughs> They've got breakfast, hot drinks, soup sandwiches hot lunch warmth wi-fi and charging games art supplies and they promise support friendship community and information uh, sessions it's open to all and you pay as you can and you know on their poster i got a lovely picture of a sofa just like the sofa they've got in the living room in the community centre in Stonehaven. So, look it up, folks. The living room in the community centre in Stonehaven. Wednesdays, Thursdays and Fridays between 10am and 2pm. And now it's Elton John. I don't want to go on with you like that. That's what it's called.
temperature on about 8 degrees. Yeah, again. Well, that was uh, Elton John there with the I don't want to go on with you like that. Men's FM weather with Ace Competitions. Well, here's the weather forecast for the uh, men's FM area for today and tomorrow. Well, today will remain uh, sunny with a fresh breeze. Temperatures around about 6 degrees and actually more cloudy overnight, but temperatures rising to 9 degrees. And tomorrow, there'll be light cloud again with a fresh breeze. Temperatures around about 8 degrees tomorrow. Uh, with some sunshine in the afternoon, but light cloud during the morning. And that's the weather forecast for the Men's FM area for today and tomorrow. Men's FM weather with Ace Competitions. Head over to acecompetitions.co.uk or find us on Facebook and Instagram for more information. And here's Fats Domino with My Blue Heaven. When will come And even is night I hurry to my Blue heaven You turn to the right You find a little bright light That leads you to my Blue heaven You find a cozy place By your place
was Fats Domino with My Blue Heaven. And now we have um, some pre-recorded, uh, a, a pre-recorded discussion with Bob McKinney of Aberdeenshire Training Standards. Well, it's the first time we'll be speaking to him this year. Yeah, it's Bob McKinney of Aberdeenshire Training Standards. And a Happy New Year to you, Bob. Happy New Year to you as well, Ian. So what have one. we got to start the year with this? <laughs> Well, I'm afraid it's the uh, same old story from a uh, work's perspective, I'm afraid. Um, kicking off, we have a, um, a call that we took recently, or actually it was quite a number of calls that we took recently um, from all across Aberdeenshire, but including Port Lethen and Stonehaven areas, uh, related to a number of males uh, who were doorstep calling at, at people's homes trying to sell cleaning materials from bags, uh, the bags they carried with them. And uh, the manner and appearance of these men have caused sufficient concern to residents that they've rightly reported the matter to us. Now, these men, when they spoke to the residents in the houses, uh, claimed that variously they had been just released from prison, that they were already on a prison release programme, or that they'd just been discharged from the army. And on at least one of these occasions, a male concerned presented himself as being under the influence of alcohol or drugs. And on another occasion, a different male, because there was actually quite a group of them, it wasn't all the same man across a wide area, it was a group of these men. But uh, on another occasion, one of these men was seen trying a residence door handle, but thankfully it was locked. On more than one of these occasions, though, when the resident has questioned the caller, um, the caller has become aggressive. Also, on more than one occasion, the male concerned has flashed some sort of ID badge to the resident, but, but without actually allowing them to see it properly. And reports also indicate that these males have predominantly English accents. Now, all of these uh, signs are classic signs of bogus callers called Nottingham knockers and uh, it gets its name from the phenomenon which is believed to have started in Nottingham down in England and historic reports indicate that these males have sold poor quality cleaning and gardening tools and materials at overinflated prices and the items have gone missing from residents gardens and driveways after the males have left but there are some further points to note with this, Ian, such as the Scottish Prison Service does not run any such a prison relief programme as described by these men. Now, going door to door and selling goods like this, um, such as the cleaning products, is called peddling. Uh, and those that do this sort of thing are peddlers. Now, the law requires peddlers to have a peddler's certificate. It has done for best part of 150 years. Um, and the, the peddler's certificates are granted by the uh, Police Scotland. 
but it's an offence for anyone to peddle without a certificate. The other notable thing about this is that the men who are on foot usually have a colleague nearby in a vehicle and it's his job to transport the men from one area to the next. But we can see from this information, uh, dealing with these men could be quite challenging and we would recommend that residents who are cold called at their door by these males consider the following points. Firstly, due to reports of their apparent drug misuse and aggressive behaviour, it's imperative that residents remain calm and tactful when dealing with the males. Politely but firmly decline their wares. Don't get drawn into any form of argument or confrontation with them. There have been no reports of these males trying to talk their way into houses, though, but it's imperative that residents keep them out. As a general rule, it's wise to keep your doors and your ground floor windows closed and preferably locked to prevent any unauthorised access, regardless of where you stay in the area. Also, be sure to apply door chains or door bars before opening the door to any unknown caller. If you don't have one installed, we would strongly recommend getting one fitted. And this doesn't require a joiner, but can be done by any competent DIYer. There are other devices generally called door jammers, which can do a similar job by depressing a pedal, which pushes, a pad, pushes down on a pad onto the floor. And these can be uh, installed at the back of the door, again, by any competent DIYer. And they work best on carpeted floors rather than laminated surfaces, which are uh, a bit smooth for them to get any grip. If you have a fish-eyed door viewer fitted to your door, please use it before opening the door to any unknown caller. These can also be fitted by a competent DIYer into most doors. There are very few exceptions to that. Consider also using a video doorbell to converse with the caller if you have one. And if any of these males come to your door, once they've left, take a few minutes to scan your garden or your driveway for anything lying about which might have some value. It might be portable and it could be targeted for theft. Place these sorts of items under lock and key in the shed or the garage and then include in any tools which might be used as a lever to force open doors or windows or any ladders which might be used to access first floor windows or balconies. After that, please contact your neighbours and advise them about these callers, especially if you're a member of a neighbourhood watch scheme and remember to report the matter to Police Scotland in the first instance and to your local trading standards department afterwards. And remember, of course, our watchword is, if in doubt, keep them out. Bob, Bob, you mentioned there was a vehicle as well, so I guess the number plate as well? Good point, Ian. Yes, if you do uh, see these guys uh, getting into or out of a vehicle, if you can note the colour they make the model and ideally the registration number of the vehicle being used, that would be uh, gold dust to us. Bob, have you had problems with people with false IDs? Because, I mean, with the sort of printers we have these days and laminators and such like, they're not too easy to, well, not necessarily forge, but make one that looks as though it could be real because you wouldn't know, would you, what the right one should look like. Well, that's right, Ian, you're absolutely right. Um, with the modern 
home technology that we have with scanners, printers, laminators, um, it's actually not that difficult, especially if you get a hold you know, if you get a hold of an original document um, to open it up, alter the details, photocopy it, and then laminate the photocopy and put it on a lanyard to make it look as if it's a genuine ID. It could be very difficult to tell the difference between the genuine and the, the counterfeit. But I would never know what a peddler's ID would look like, so we've even got that issue to, to be concerned about. If memory serves me right, Ian, anybody who lives at an address where a peddler attends there uh, has got the right to ask to see the peddler's certificate. Um, and it should have the, the name of the person who uh, is there at the door and details of which police force would um, have granted the, the certificate in the first place. So in Scotland, it should be Police Scotland. Um, so if it's a peddler's certificate from any other police force in Britain, um, it probably won't be valid in Scotland. Right. I guess one of the advantages of the video doorbell, um, many of them have a recording uh, device as well, so you can actually get an image of what the people look like. Well, that's right. Um, and that way, of course, if something happens, you have that image that you can pass on to the police or to trading standards, uh, and it's evidence that somebody was at your door and what they look like. And there was a time when these things were very expensive, and uh, those times have passed, haven't they? Yeah, um, very much so that the cost of modern technology tends to be uh, downwards um, unless there's been some sort of new model of uh, an older version, then we can sometimes see the price going up. But the general trend for these devices is to go down um, because it makes it cheaper for the, the manufacturers. The more that they produce, they make their savings that way. Bob, we'll take a break there, shall we, and come back with some more. Grand. And it's Elvis Presley with Wooden Heart. Can you see I love you? Please don't break my heart in two. That's not hard to do, cause I don't have a wooden heart. And if you say goodbye, then I know that I would cry Maybe I would die Cause I don't have a wood in heart There's no strings upon this love of mine It was always you from the start Treat me nice, treat me good Treat me like you really should Cause I'm not made of wood And I don't have a wooden heart There's no strings upon this love of mine It was always you from the 
Sei mir gut, sei mir gut, sei mir wie du wirklich sollst, wie du wirklich sollst, cause I don't have a word. I'm talking to Bob McKinney of Aberdeenshire Trading Standards. So, what's next on the agenda, Bob? Well, Ian, we had a, a resident in South Aberdeenshire, not too far from you and I, uh, who recently received a noble letter in the post. It claimed to be from a fund manager uh, for a bank based in Brisbane, Australia, who was acting on behalf of a client who recently died along with his family during a holiday in Burma. The letter went on to advise that the client was a UK national, but his next of kin could not be located. They advised that he had nearly £10 million sitting in a dormant bank account, that the matter of dispersing this sum had recently become urgent, that there was no risk to the resident, which was a blatant lie, of course, given that he was actually dealing with a scammer. Uh, but the letter also said that the recipient of this letter could be named as a beneficiary simply because he shared the same surname as the deceased client. Now, needless to say, the letter was a scam and the resident was not taken in by it. No doubt, had he replied, he would have had to pay fees, duty or admin costs of some sort to get his hands on the £10 million and that after his first payment, there would be other requests, say, for other payments due to unforeseen circumstances and at the end of the day, the resident, no doubt, would have been strung along, paid out thousands of pounds, and never seen a penny of this ten million. But thankfully, our man was a wiser man than that. Some points to consider over this sort of scam, Ian, are the story of the client's untimely demise was in reality a sob story to gain the reader's sympathies. The mention of the ten million pounds, which in truth didn't exist was simply intended to pique the reader's interest like a hook um, at the possibility of gaining untold riches with little or no effort, which of course is everybody's dream. Now, close examination of the letter showed that the letter had actually been posted in the UK, despite the sender claiming to be in Australia. Close examination of the letter itself showed a number of spelling and grammatical mistakes which a professional wouldn't make, and the use of a number of different fonts in the text of the letter, rather than a, one single font, which would be more normal and certainly more professional. Another point to note is that the country of Burma is called Myanmar these days and has been for quite a number of years. The chances of someone who, uh, who's astute enough to amass £10 million in wealth and then leave it in a dormant bank account seems unlikely to me and somewhat contradictory. Though the sender claims to work for a bank in Australia, at no point did he name the bank in the letter or did it feature in his postal return address or email address. And an online check for news articles about the death of a, a family of British nationals on holiday in Burma or Myanmar, which would be very newsworthy, drew a complete blank. A quick check on the sender's email address on the, the email service. It's www.email, all one word, dash checker.net, 
warned that the, the sender's email address was not a valid one. And of course, the biggest elephant in the room is that disbursing someone's estate in this fashion would not be legal in the UK nor in Australia. It's much. Uh, it's likely that the resident is not the only person to receive such a letter and much more likely that large numbers of letters like these have been sent out to unsuspecting people, some of, who, some of whom, due to personal circumstances, might be tempted to go along with the request. Unfortunately, it's a scam and we would ask that if you do receive such a letter, please don't respond to it. Instead, save the envelope and the letter and report it to us at Trading Standards so that we can alert others through discussions like this on ra- on the radio. Well, Bob, what would it help us if you went to, gave us that email checker again? I didn't know that existed. Okie dokie. Um, it's an email address that so starts... Uh, sorry, it's a an internet address. So it starts www. It's email, all one word. There's no hyphen between the E and the mail www.email-checker.net and if you put in the email address um, into the search box on that web page it should be able to tell you whether the email address concerned is valid or not. It's almost the same as you get with the phone numbers as well. I have rung back a couple of times on what looked like reasonable phone numbers, uh, which I had recognised as a scam. And when you do ring back, they nearly always uh, tell you that it's not a, uh, an attainable number. So yeah. uh, it's a pity there's not an easy way of checking on that while you're actually on the line, but but that, that tends to be the situation. But what, what the highlights again, uh, Bob, is... Uh, spotting a scam is almost a series of looking for bits of evidence, isn't it? It is. It is. It's a, it's a, a bit. Of, it's about turning detective Ian and look for, looking for the things that we need to support or refute the the general thrust of the message, whether it's on the phone, whether it's a an email, whether it's a letter. Um, it's looking for things that we need to support or disprove the fact that this could be genuine. And there's a certain number of things that really should set bells going in your head. The moment anybody mentions a bank or easy money, anything like that really makes you think this is dubious. Plus plus the caller ID, which is so often an unusual one, rather longer than usual. And sometimes it's actually local, but when you actually, uh, they tell you the organisation, you think, that wouldn't be based in Stonehaven or Lawrence Kirk. No, that's it. And as we've spoken about before, Ian, um, a lot of these scammers, uh, they're fairly big business. They have computers which will go through a a long sequence of telephone numbers in order. uh, And when they get a response... The computer is programmed to uh, display on somebody's caller ID a local number because the, the scammers know people are more likely to answer a call if they think it's a local number um, rather than one that's clearly from abroad or one that they simply don't recognise. The other thing that often gives it away is the accent, Bob. You get a very posh accent, uh, particularly if, the, if they're trying to get you to... to, to it's a pre-recorded... 
But if you do go beyond that, which you've always recommended that you don't, if you do go beyond mm -hmm. that, you suddenly get an accent that sounds very dubious. <laughs> yeah. And these are the cues that uh, if you if you listen to them, if you uh, look for them, pay heed to them, I would say, Ian, and uh, at the slightest concern, just back off and, you know, disengage. But I think you're right. What you said a moment ago um, is something we've spoken about, how scammers are usually after victims' money. So anything that involves any sort of money should be your first red flag. If they ask you to act urgently, to act in secret without te telling anyone else, um, and they often do drop in things like, in this instance, the £10 million. Pounds. There was no £10 million pounds here. It's simply a hook, uh, like an angler would hook a salmon in the D. The hook is there to simply get the victim's attention and to get them to respond, um, except that with this hook, there's no worm on the end of it. And if they sound like nice people, that is no way of thinking they're decent. No. No. Um, like so many interpersonal encounters, Ian, um, first impressions matter and that these people really have one opportunity to gain credibility with a potential victim um, and being a nice person or appearing to be a nice person is one of the ways in which they will try to uh, gain credibility with the victim you know because people think oh he was so nice I just couldn't believe he was that sort of person you know this is all carefully thought out and it's it's uh, routine tactics for for me to see but of course victims who are maybe only uh, having contact with scammers occasionally might not see the, the dots as clearly as I do Let's take another break Bob and talk some more
This winter, with Asset Integrity Scotland, your local insulation experts. Asset Integrity Scotland is the only Trustmark-approved insulation installers based in Aberdeen you can use with Home Energy Scotland funding. As long as you're a homeowner, we can help you access fantastic grants to help insulate your home so you can stay warmer for longer. Funding is available on a first-come, first-served basis. So, act today. Search online for Asset Integrity Scotland. Stoneview Embroidery Limited is based in Stonehaven and has over 15 years experience in all aspects of branding. We offer high quality embroidery, printed products, heat transfers and clothing. Whether it's for personal, corporate, individuals, clubs or schools, we can meet your needs. No order is too big or too small for us to handle. We offer a quality service at extremely competitive prices. Please don't hesitate to contact Lynn Bruce on 07792 or email stonyviewembroidery at hotmail.com That's stonyviewembroidery at hotmail.com or find us on Facebook, Stonyview Embroidery. Mairns and Coastal Healthy Living Network runs a range of services, social groups and activities to help the over 50s in Kincardine and Mairns lead more fulfilled, healthier, happier lives. 
were dementia friendly and provide door-to-door transport for healthcare appointments or shopping. We are a charity powered by volunteers. If you'd like to learn more or volunteer, call Mairns and Coastal Healthy Living Network on 01561 378 130 or visit us at 44 High Street, Lawrence Kirk. was uh, Joe Cocker with When a Man Loves a Woman and before the break there you heard Boney M with Rasputin but now back to the interview with Bob McKinney well I'm talking to Bob McKinney of Aberdeenshire Training Standards and I believe we're going to be talking about bogus callers Bob <laughs> we are uh, Ian we are um, this one relates to somebody who lives in the Kincardine area and they had recently decided they would like to get the garden layout updated and had decided to search for a landscaper to do the work. Unfortunately, this resident settled on a company which he found on Facebook and made contact. 
the, the trader later arrived at the resident's home to assess the job and provided a quote. An agreement was reached between the parties that the resident would pay for materials up front and the remainder of work of the work on completion. The resident then paid the trader £8,000 in cash for materials. However, over the next four weeks, the trader attended the resident's address on only five days to take away items which were to be disposed of. No new construction work took, uh, work took place on the job at all. It actually ground to a halt. The resident later contacted the trader on a number of occasions, but on each of these occasions was given a different excuse as to why no work had been done. So he reported the matter to trading standards. Now, the resident is faced with being out of pocket by £8,000 and having to find a genuine trader to complete the work. There are some points here that we can consider. And the first one is, when looking for a trader to complete a job, please don't look on social media. Rogue traders uh, frequently trawl through social media to look for the next victim to cheat. Instead, use reliable websites like Aberdeen Care and Repair if you live, live close to Aberdeen, or you can look on the Aberdeenshire Council Trusted Trader uh, page, which can be found at um, www.trustedtrader.net slash Aberdeenshire. Bob, and that uh, bit on the, uh, the Facebook page often comes across not as an advert, but somebody else who's recommended them, who could be totally fictitious, of course. Yes, exactly so. Um, but as we've said, Ian, um, it's really unwise, and I can't stress this too much, uh, to go looking on sites like Facebook uh, to find traders. Now, I should point out that this is no uh, disparaging remarks about Facebook. They are simply the medium. They are not in any way responsible for it. But it is really, really unwise to go looking for traders on Facebook because there are so many cowboys who are on Facebook and they're just looking for people to cheat. Um, and when you put a post out there looking for a trader, um, this is the sort that will be like blood in the water to these scammers. Good advice, Bob. Okay. Um, now, some other points to consider. I would always ask friends, family or neighbours if they can recommend a trader that they've had work done for them and which they're happy with. Then make up a short list of at least three of these traders and ask all of them for written quotes. When, when getting these quotes, try to obtain details of each of the traders' works address and contact details so you can contact them if you need to. Discuss with your chosen trader how you will pay them. Avoid paying in cash, but if you must, make it clear that you will not be ex that you will be expecting a written business receipt at the time of the payment being made, not at some time in the future. It would be preferable that you pay by check instead, but still obtain a receipt or by direct bank transfer, as this will provide you with a paper trail for your payment. If you must pay by cash, have a witness with you and insist that the trader checks the cash in front of you both so there can be no confusion about how much is being paid. If the trader tries to insist, they'll take you to the bank for cash. This is a red flag that you may be dealing with a rogue trader. 
try to enlist the help of someone else from your household or a neighbour to prevent this. As a last-ditch attempt, when you get to the bank, ask to conduct a withdrawal in private on a one-to-one basis with bank staff, then tell them about your concerns that the person who brought you to the bank is a rogue trader. Also, don't pay for the total cost of the work up front. This is what rogue traders want so they can disappear with your money. Genuine traders will usually have enough cash reserves or a trade account where they can purchase materials then bill the customer at the completion on smaller jobs. An alternative would be to agree that you will only pay for materials in a staged fashion, which usually happens for larger jobs, but only once the trader has provided you with proper invoices. Keep safe all paperwork provided by your trader as they may prove important if a dispute arises. Don't accept handwritten quotes or invoices. They have no real value. Instead, insist on proper headed documents. And of course, if you think you've been the victim of a rogue trader, please contact your local trading standards office to report the matter or to find out what your legal rights are. Something you've mentioned before, Bob, that just an an additional bit of evidence... uh, Using Street View, you can probably go and have a look and see what their address looks like. That's true, Ian, especially if they have a works address quite separate from their home address. Because with some traders, that Street View can give you a clear idea if they really are based on the address uh, that they've provided you with. And if anywhere on that street looks as if it could be uh, a works yard or a base for that type of trader. Well, Bob, it happened to me, actually. I had somebody who, who I was a bit dubious about and finally didn't use them, and nearly did. But when I looked mm-hmm. for their, their, their street address, it seemed to be a little. Well, there you go, Ian. That's a, a, a perfect case in point that doing a bit of research before you decide to uh, choose a trader or to hand over money to the trader um, can save you a lot of headache in the longer run. Okay, Bob, shall we take another break? Let's do that. And it's three degrees with my simple heart.
Well, I'm talking to Bob McKinney of Aberdeenshire Trading Standards, and we've got more scams, I'm afraid. <laughs> Please go ahead, Bob. I'm, I'm afraid we do, Ian, um, but I think this will be the last one for this uh, particular time. Um, and this one related to somebody who lives in the Merns area, and they recently received a phone call out of the blue from a man called John Cooper. His colleague, called, who called himself Alex Brown, called back the next day and claimed to be a mortgage advisor. He didn't say which company he worked with, but the area code on the caller ID showed the call to be coming from the 01213 area. After brief brief pleasantries, the caller told the resident that he'd overpaid on his mortgage by £4,000 and that he, the caller, could help the resident recover the overpayment. The caller then began asking personal questions of the resident, such as his age, if he was married, and which bank he was with. And when the resident asked for some verification of the caller's authenticity, the caller became quite abrasive and threatened to close the resident's file. He also instructed the resident to send a sum of £300 by cash, sorry, £300 cash by special delivery, to an address in Tarperley, which is a village in Cheshire, uh, and this sum had to arrive by 3pm the next day. There was no explanation given what the £300 was for. At this point, though, the, the resident rightly became irritated by the caller and simply hung up. But a few minutes later, Alex Brown phoned back and left a message on the resident's answering service threatening to report him to the Court of Justice. The resident received further calls about this matter from a woman with an English accent calling from a 0200, sorry, a 020 number, which is from London. And she was also threatening the resident with court proceedings. The resident has no idea how the callers obtained his phone number, but he later reported the matter to Trading Standards and our inquiries are still ongoing. But there are some points that we can consider from this situation, Ian. And the first one was, it was undoubtedly a scam. Most notably, it was crudely and ineptly executed by bunglers. The caller's aggressive and bullying manner, contrary to what we spoke about before, about these sorts of people being presented as nice people, but these guys' manner seemed almost designed to alienate potential victims rather than snare them into the scam, which could be only to the benefit of the potential victims. But both John Cooper and Alex Brown, despite having anglicised names, had Asian accents. Undoubtedly, these names would be assumed names. None of the callers divulged which company they apparently worked for, and none of the callers explained satisfactorily how they knew that the resident had overpaid his mortgage. And in truth, the sum of £4,000 overpayment did not really exist. It was simply what we call a hook to snare an unwary victim into the scam. And a a confident scammer would have an explanation of what the sum of £300 was for. These scammers didn't, but undoubtedly this was the sum which they actually hoped to cheat the resident out of. 
threats of legal action can only serve to alienate potential victims even further, especially when they, they've committed no offence but had simply refused to comply with the scammer's instructions. And these were simply empty threats. Now, a check of Alec Brown's 01213 number on the Who Called Me website, which is the UK's call lookup, sorry, reverse call lookup service, showed that the number was based in Birmingham, which is quite some distance from the village in Cheshire, and that this number had been subjected to over 2,000 inquiries on the Who Called Me website, with over 100 inquirers reporting that it was associated with scams. The English female 020 number had been looked up over 100 times and was also linked to suspected scams. So what people can do if they receive calls like this is... Firstly, please don't divulge any personal or financial information. Ask the caller how they got your phone number. Ask the caller who they work for. Ask the caller how they obtained the information they're calling about. And of course, if they prevaricate or try to avoid answering, that's a red flag on each of the questions you pose them. And please don't be taken in with tales of large sums of money being promised. If only you'll allow the caller to help you. This is the carrot. Please also don't be intimidated by threats of legal action against you by the caller because you won't do what they want. As I mentioned, these are empty threats with no basis in law and these are the stick. So if on hearing the caller's answers to these questions you suspect that the caller is a scammer, simply hang up. If you can, Note their number, then block it, and report the matter to your local training standards. If you're pers persistently pestered by calls like these, speak to your telephony provider about their call interception services. But what you pointed out there, Bob, was that uh, wasn't very sophisticatedly done. But uh, it could no. have been, and it could have been that uh, that was a clever ruse on the part of the scammer having the first call from one place and then the next one coming back with a different caller ID, uh, threatening legal action from what sounds like a lawyer, uh, it really is out to panic people, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, to panic people and to really put them in a state of fear and alarm. And it may well be, although we have nothing to support in this particular incident, that previous phone calls by different people um, had been the way in which the scammers had gained some information about the, the potential victims and that was then used when the guys who claimed to be financial advisors called about the £4,000 overpayment. We have had that sort of thing happen in the past, you know, where there's no apparent um, link between an earlier phone call and um, this one. Um, but a wee bit of further examination that can be the only explanation of how somebody would get sufficient information to call you uh, and have any information about your, your banking facilities What's sad though, we tend to give this information away very easily on the internet sometimes with with the way we do use social media and we have to be aware that, that uh, that's a great source for scammers it is, Ian, and we've spoken before in the past about uh, 
online competitions, particularly if they're linked to social media where you might be able to win a prize and things. Um, we've spoken on many occasions about how these prizes, or sorry, the competitions are a scam. The prizes don't exist. And the whole purpose uh, of the competition is purely so a scammer can gather somebody's email, their uh, particular personal particulars, their phone number, things like that, so that they can then either target them further for other, other scams or sell the information to different scammers who will do the targeting. Have you any more for us this month, Bob? Well, I think that's enough for one month, Ian, don't you? Yeah, th that's fine, and uh, look forward to the next one. That'll be grand, Ian. Thanks very much. And thank you, Bob. Bye for now. Bye for now. And here's uh, Frank Sinatra with My Way. And now the end is near And so I face the final curtain My friend, I'll say it clear I'll state my case Of which I'm certain I've lived a life that's full I traveled each and every highway And more, much more than this I did it my way Regrets, I've had a few But then again too few to mention I did what I had to do and saw it through without exemption I planned each charted course each careful step along the byway more, much more than this, I did it my way. Yes, there were times, I'm sure you knew, when I bit off more than I could chew, but through it My fill, my share of losing, and now as tears subside, I find it all so amusing to think I did all that, and may I say, not in a shy way.
Well, here's the weather forecast for the Mans FM area for today and tomorrow. Today, uh, there'll be sunny intervals and a fresh breeze. Temperatures around about 6 degrees and virtually no chance of rain. Temperatures overnight rising slightly to 7 degrees. And tomorrow, there'll be light cloud and a fresh breeze with temperatures rising to around about 8 degrees. And during the afternoon, there'll be sunny periods. There'll be little chance of rain in the daytime, but uh, during the uh, night time following tomorrow, there'll be some chance of rain with temperatures round about 7 degrees. And that's the weather forecast for the Mans FM area for today and tomorrow. Mans FM weather with Ace Competitions. Head over to acecompetitions.co.uk or find us on Facebook and Instagram for more information. And here's Enya with Orinoco Flow.
that was Aina there with Ori Noko Flow. Well, it's Friday, and that's, of course, the day that uh, Stonehaven Folk Club have their uh, weekly event. And tonight they have a guest star, and the guest star is Ray Moore. Uh, the evening starts at 8.30, as usual, and it's in the Stonehaven Community Centre Lower Hall. And they're very keen to let you know that everybody but everybody's welcome to go along. You don't have to be a member, but uh, I think it's £13 for non-members on an evening when there's a guest artist, and uh, £10 for members. So pays perhaps to be a member long-term, but uh, you'll be welcome to go along tonight to hear Ray Moore. And the evenings, as I said, starts at 8.30 in Stonehaven Community Centre in the lower hall. Well, talking about the Folk Club always gives me an opportunity to talk a bit more about their Sense of Place CD, which is still available, I see. Produced during the pandemic, one thing that was good that came out of it, and uh, the, 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 um, the track I'm about to play is called Keeper of the Light, and it's sung and written by Claire Hastings. A young girl on the cliff up high With a solitary tear in her eye Looking out across the North Sea waves Where childhood was swept away Descended thick and sweet 
Keeper of the Light, and it was sung and written by Claire Hastings, and that uh, particular song was inspired by Todd Head uh, Lighthouse. And the reason I know that is you get a really good booklet with the CD, and the CD is still available, uh, can be bought by going to the website of the Stonehaven Folk Club. But here's news about uh, Port Lethen Library. They have a budget and benefits advice drop-in clinic on the 30th of January. Uh, it's Tuesday. It's between 10am and 1pm and there's free advice available. You don't have to be there specifically at 10 o'clock because it is a, tra- a drop-in session. Obviously, you want to get there in time to get your advice. But uh, the, the session is between 10am and 1pm. Money Advisor and Welfare Rights Officer Jane Chandler will be available to help with benefit checks, benefit applications, support understanding correspondence from DWP, (coughs) HMRC and Social Security Scotland. So if you've got any letters from them you're having difficulty uh, with, then please take them along, I guess. And uh, they also support with low-level debt, uh, rent arrears, council tax, energy, etc. And also uh, advice on budgeting. They say it's a free and confidential service. This is drop-in service and no booking is required. So that drop-in session uh, f- for benefit and um, budget advice is this coming Tuesday at Port Lytton Library between 10am and 1pm. Marty Robbins, Lord, you gave me a mountain. Born in the heat of the desert My mother died giving me life Despised and disliked for my father Blamed for the loss Of his wife You know, Lord, I've been In a prison For something that I Never done It's been one hill after Another And I've climbed them, Lord, one by one But this time you gave me a mountain A mountain I may never climb 
Marty Robbins, Lord, you gave me a mountain. Well, the Lawrence Kirk Preschool Group, which is a registered charity, uh, are asking the question, are you looking for something for your two-year-old? Because they say Lawrence Kirk Preschool Group provides an excellent opportunity for your child to gain independence, allowing them to socialise with children of a similar age. A fantastic stepping stone before starting nursery. And they say we currently have uh, availability between 9.30 and 11.30. And their poster reads as follows. Lawrence Kirk Preschool Group, weekdays 9.30 to 11.30. A welcoming, nurturing environment for two to five-year-olds to play, learn, make friends and have fun. For an application pack or more information, message our Facebook page or email lawrencekirkpre-school at hotmail.co.uk. That's lawrencekirkpre-school at hotmail.co.uk. Burton Cummings now, I will play a rhapsody. Love is easy 
Cummings there with I Will Play a Rhapsody. Well, I think most uh, older generation people will admit that uh, they're not quite often not up to speed with the digital technology. And they may have been given a uh, mobile phone or something by relation and are struggling with it. Well, if you live in the Port Lethen area, there's help at hand because the Healthy Living Network are running digital support sessions and they're asking, are you over 50? Do you have a digital device that you, that, uh, you require support with? Well, we are providing support sessions. Take your device along and we will be on hand to assist you. Well, it's happening on the second and third Mondays of the month at Port Lethen Library. And if you want more information, you can get in touch with the Men's and Coastal Healthy Living Network by emailing them at office at mchln.org.uk or you can telephone them on 01561 378130. But those digital support sessions will be happening at Port Lethen Library on the 2nd and 4th Thursday of the month between 10.30am and 12 noon. Here's uh, Gene Pitney now with 24 Hours from Tulsa. Dearest, darling, I had to write to say that I won't be home anymore. For something happened 
me While I was driving home And I'm not the same anymore Oh, I was only 24 hours from Tulsa That is when I saw her As I pulled in outside of the small motel She was there And so I walked up to her Asked where I could get something to eat And she showed me where Oh, I was only 24 hours from Tulsa Ford and Airfield near Auchenblay provides a variety of vehicle services from engine diagnostics to vehicle maintenance, welding, MOT repairs, all your vehicle needs. Contact 01224 392328 or visit the website grampiangarage.com. host of the Scottish Folk Podcast and I wanted to invite you to the Glenesk Folk Museum at Tarfside. This independent museum celebrates the unique life and history of the Glen, showcasing the creativity, community and industriousness of the people, past and present, through a collection of unique and beautiful objects. The museum is open Tuesday to Sunday, 10am to 4.30pm. Entry is free and booking is not required. And you can find out much more at glenesquefolkmuseum.org. And we look forward to welcoming you. It's 
Keating, when you say nothing at all. 
Well, Stonehaven Football Club are at home this weekend because they're playing dice in the Quest Engineering Cup. They play tomorrow and it's kick-off at th- half past one in the afternoon at Glen Ury Park in Stonehaven. Um, there's a little note that goes with it that gives the admission price, which is £6 for adults and £3 for under 16. And they're saying that Stonehaven are back in action this weekend as we welcome Dice to Glenury Park in what promises to be a tight fought match between two good junior sides. Come along and support the lads, but if unable to attend, you can follow our progress on the game on our Twitter Oblique Stroke X feed. And the uh, the website to go to for that information is www.twitter.com forward slash Stonehaven FC. But the game tomorrow, Stonehaven FC versus Dice, kick off half past one at Glenury Park in Stonehaven. Diane Warwick Canal, Heartbreaker.
Well, that was Diane Warwick there with Heartbreaker. Well, there's Wheelie Good Fun promised, and uh, this is actually a Facebook page, Wheelie Good Fun in brackets, bike in our barn. And it's posted by Westerton of Pit Arrow Farm, and they say, practice your cycling in our barn space here at Westerton. Free access, just sign in at our farm shop, farm to table when you arrive. From now until 9th of February, every day between 10 and 5pm, we're making our barn available for anyone to cycle in. If you've got a new bike, balanced bike or scooter and are looking for somewhere safe and sheltered away from the array of winter weather conditions being thrown at us, then come along. The barn is a large dry space and a smooth flat concrete floor, perfect for cycling. All ages and cycling abilities welcome. There are two sections so that more proficient cyclists and those just starting out can have their own area to practice in and they say that we also have a seating area for those watching and hot drinks toasties tatties and soup available in the farm shop well the uh posting is called wheelie good fun uh brackets bike bike in our barn and that appears to be the name of the facebook uh page wheelie good fun bare naked ladies now with breakfast at tiffany's you'll say we've got nothing in common no common ground to start from we're falling apart You'll say The world has come between us Our lives have come between us Still I know you just don't care And I said what about Breakfast at Tiffany She said I Remember the film, and as I recall, I think we both kind of liked it, and I said. 
bare naked. Now, ladies, breakfast at Tiffany's. Well, last evening, uh, there was a track meeting, which is Transport Action Kincardin, and Scott Prentice, who's the Business Development Manager for Scott Rail, was in attendance. And we were talking about the helplines at stations, and he said uh, a lot of people tend to think they're just for emergencies. They're not. He was very keen to let us know that. So if you have an issue when you're on a railway platform... Please, please use it. And there was uh, someone else talking that uh, that they were in a situation that the, the connection hadn't happened from Montrose and uh, they'd managed to get the... the uh, trying to stop at a station uh, that it wasn't normally scheduled to stop so they could make the connection. So use that helpline. It could help on those sorts of occasions and uh, that's what it's there for. It's not just an emergency line and we were told that very clearly last night at a Transport Action King Cardin meeting. Here's uh, Gene Pitney now, uh, sealed with a kiss. Guess it's gonna be a cold, lonely summer But I'll feel the emptiness I'll send you all my dreams Every day in a letter Sealed with a kiss I'll see you in the sunlight I'll hear your
Do you need your car looked after by professionals? Brickfield Motors are here to cater for all your motoring needs. Whether it's tyres, exhausts, MOTs or just general maintenance, call them on 01569 767 770 and discuss your needs. Go on, give them a call. You know it makes sense. Brickfield Motors, here for you. Stonehaven Patients Participation Group, or PPG, works in partnership with the Stonehaven Medical Group to continually enhance the experience for the 13,000 patients served by the practice. If you have any ideas for improvements or concerns about how the medical service is delivered, please get in touch by emailing us on ppg.stonehaven at gmail.com or by writing to us at Stonehaven PPG, Care of the Medical Centre. We're also on Facebook as Stonehaven PPG. Your privacy will be respected and no medical matters will be discussed. Please remember, we are here to help. Watching the sun bake All of those tourists covered with oil Strumming my six string On my front porch swing Smell of shrimp there beginning to boil But this brand new tattoo But it's a real beauty A Mexican cutie How it got here I haven't a clue
tumbler of my flip-flop Stepped on a pop-pop Cut my heel, had to cruise on back home But there's booze in the blender And soon it will render That frozen concoction that helps me hang on That was Jimmy Buffett there with Margaritaville. Well, you've got, uh, well, you haven't got, but in 40 minutes' time, you're going to be very welcome at the Eden Home Care Home because they have their Cake and Company afternoon this afternoon between 1.30pm and 3pm. It's a community cafe open to everybody and uh, it's free cakes, tea and coffee. Uh, It's supported by Aberdeenshire Health and Social Care Partnership and Tesco and McPhee's are sponsors as well. So, Cake and Company this afternoon at the in-home care home starting at 1.30 and going through till 3. Albert Hammond now, the Free Electric Band.
Well, that was Albert Hammond with the Free Electric Band. Well, it's almost the end of the programme, so here's a rundown of what's on Mains FM for the rest of today. Ron uh, Kerr is scheduled to be on after me between uh, 1 and 4, and that's followed by Doug Payton with Friday drive time between 4 and 6. Paul Hayworth rocks your blues away between 6 and 8. Michael's Friday fix is between 8 and 10. And Gary Edmondson finishes a day with Electronic Journeys starting at 10. And here's Bonnie Holly. It doesn't matter anymore. One, two, two. Here am I, oh, well, you left me here so I could sit and cry Well, golly gee, what have you done to me? Oh, well, I guess it doesn't matter anymore Do you remember, baby, last September How you held me tight each and every night Well, whoops-a-daisy, how you drove me crazy But I guess it doesn't matter anymore There's no use in me a-crying I've done everything and now I'm sick of trying I've thrown away my nights and wasted all my days over you Well, you go your way and I'll go mine Now and forever till the end of time I'll find somebody new, baby We'll say we're through and you won't matter anymore There's no use in me a crying I've done everything and now I'm sick of trying I've thrown away my nights and wasted all my days over you Well, you go your way and I'll go mine Now and forever till the end of time I'll find somebody new, baby We'll say we're through and you won't matter anymore You won't matter That was Buddy Holly. It doesn't matter anymore. Well, it almost doesn't because it's almost the end of the programme. But the good news is that uh, that the weather's going to be fairly good tomorrow and it would be good for a park run. So if you're looking to get that a little bit fitter now that the sun's getting that bit higher in the sky, it's a free and funny weekly 5K community event. Walk, jog, run, volunteer. It's up to you, you say. But you need to register with them at parkrun.org. UK. The uh, Stonehaven one starts at 9.30 uh, and it uh, starts from uh, the uh, mineral, it's in the Mineral Park in Stonehaven and the uh, one in Montrose is at the Rose Lee Sports Ground and that starts at 9.30 as well. But you need to go to parkrun.org.uk to register if it's your first time. That's it, folks, and uh, I'll leave you, as usual, with the signature tune, which is Verse Guy, Kunstinners with Wheels. And whatever you're doing this week, I wish you a very pleasant one.
your smartphone.